Now let's get into football and go to Denmark to find out the latest about the midfielder there, Christian Eriksen's condition. Now we are told that there was a plan and a press conference there and all the media interactions have been cancelled when it comes to that planned media conference. And now we actually speak to the friend of the show, Nikolai Patterson, who is in Denmark and he joins us on the line now. Nikolai, good afternoon and welcome to the show. Good afternoon and thank you. Now tell us, what is the latest as far as um, midfielder Christian Eriksen is concerned? The latest we just heard was um, they had an extra press conference just now since the first one was cancelled. Mm-hmm. And our, our manager could tell us that he had been in contact with Christian. Uh, Christian was very concerned about the condition of his teammates mm. and everybody else since he did not really have any recollection of his collapse yesterday. But mm. has heard now that it was quite dramatic. So he's that kind of person who thinks about everybody else before himself. And I think it was very reassuring for all of us to hear that for now he's in stable condition and a lot of tests are undergoing. They haven't found anything right now, what we've heard, that could explain his collapse, but they are conducting a lot of tests and will be doing over the next few days. And, I mean, his collapse there on the field of play was really a shocking one for the fans and even the players as well. I mean, do you think maybe that match should have actually carried on, given the fact that the Denmark players were playing there but not really knowing exactly what is happening to their teammate and what condition he was in, seeing that he had to be rushed to hospital? And, and that's a good question because that's the big debate we have here today. Um, the manager actually did say they should not have finished that match. Um, they were given two choices by UEFA, mm. uh, either to play the match last night, uh, finish it there, or play today at 12 noon. And at that time, they did not have confirmation whether or not Christian had actually pulled through or not. So he says, you can imagine how traumatized everybody was. Mm. He, he says, we are family, you know. Mm. We are family. We live together. We train together up to these rounds that we have. Uh, and a lot of them, they've known each other for so many years. So it was such a hard decision to make. And at the end of the day, they got before they took the decision, they actually got confirmation that he was stable last night. And and uh, one of the, the players, our captain, had actually also had a dialogue with Christian, had, was able to have a dialogue with Christian. But they were traumatized. I think it was clear to everyone to see that it was two different games mm. um, after they started the game again. And I think, you know, we, you know, I was in, in South Africa in 2010. I've, you know, to feel that vibe is what we had here. Um, we had some, some games on our home ground, and with the corona restrictions having lifted, we had these fan parks as well, a lot of gatherings. It's our summer. The sun is up till 10.30 at night. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a party. You know, football is what joins us throughout the world, where the politics, race, and all that, nobody remembers any of that when there's a game on, because we love football, and we're very passionate about our national team, just like you guys are. So, you know, when we heard this and when we saw we lost to Finland, I think our feeling was, you know, our thoughts were just with Christian Eriksen. You know, at that time, football became less important. And even though this was supposed to be our party, um, I think it was just more of a relief. Uh, you know, there was a lot of emotion. I mean, I, I felt myself as well. My tears were pressing on as I saw those dramatic pictures on the field, mm. actually fearing whether whether he was or not he was going to pull through. Um, so at that point, I think football became a little more irrelevant to a lot of us here uh, until we knew if Christian was going to be all right. Yeah. And, I mean, the message of support have been coming from all over the world, you know. How is the mood like there when it comes to the Danish football community and the 
football supporters as well, as far as this is concerned? Well, you know, the supporters have been passing the hospital today, just in, in their colours. Uh, outside, obviously, nobody gets close to, to Ericsson or anything, but I think the biggest relief is to hear that he's actually awake and aware and is seems to be pretty clear with his answers, they say. Um, he smiled at the manager. Uh, you know, the manager said it's a hard one to pick up the team after this. Mm. They've been assigned uh, crisis psychologists, uh, the whole national team now, to try and evaluate and try and build up the morale again for the game against uh, Belgium on Thursday, um, which, of course, is going to be a tough one. But I think it's going to be a little more easy now uh, with, the, with the reassuring news that Christian is going to be okay uh, to some extent. Of course, we don't know how we're going to get him back. You know, is he, is he, is he going to be able to keep on playing, you know, when you look on the long run and so forth. But for now, it's about he's there, you know, he's there for us. And I think that's a big relief for all of us. Um, it, it's, it's sort of like, uh, you know, you could compare it with a bad hangover. I think we're all feeling quite down and really shocked about what happened last night. And it's very, very heartwarming to see, like you guys also probably saw, how the Finnish team, they clapped in our national team when they came back on. Yeah. But they knew as well that was a really difficult decision to take, to, to go out and try and finish that match. And um, and I think it was clear to everybody how the penalty was missed. It was it was very poorly taken. I think there was a lot, there was a lot of psychological factors here uh, affecting the players. Um, I, don't, I, I don't know if you realize that you saw our captain was, was substituted. He has to be substituted. He's very, very close to Christian and his family. Mm. Um, he was the one comforting his wife as well. Christian's wife was standing on the side of the pitch as they were working on him. So, you know, I think, I think a lot of players have had a hard hit. You know, it's, it's a hard one just to recover from and go out and perform just after that. I think that's impossible odds to give you, you know. Mm. Now let's talk about, I mean, Ericsson himself. I mean, he won the league with Inter Milan. How big is he in this Denmark team? And, uh, you know, how did this incident affect, you know, the team? Because we saw that uh, when they came back, it, it was, they were a totally different team. They were not really the type of team that was sparking before this incident happened. That's true. And, and you know, Lelo, our, our team is built up uh, on, on our profiles, and Christian obviously being one of our very big profiles on the team. And, and uh, to some aspects, you know, you, you have these great players, and, and he's 29. He's been a very important part of our national team for that many years. And the whole, a lot of the gameplay is built up on his action as, a, as that offensive midfielder that he is. So it's a big blow, tactically speaking, mm. um, that, you know, you have to re-sort of, re-sort of think how you're going to set the team. Um, it, it's, it's a, he's very big to us. You know, Ericsson has been very important to us for so many years. Uh, he was very young when he played in, uh, in the 2010 squad. Um, he was 18 at the time, and he was, I think he was the youngest on our team and, and, and this big upcoming hope. And he performed so well in Tottenham, and we were so happy that he could, could come back in, in Inter Milan and, and actually win the league with them. He came with a very positive vibe to this, uh, this round. And then his personality, you know, the character he is, is very important for the team as well. Because, you know, the team spirit is not only about that they perform well, it's about how they lift each other's morale, the mm. players. And and there you have an ambassador who's now missing in action, unfortunately. Yeah. And now with the team, I mean, can they bounce back and get the tournament back on track as far as they're concerned? Because, I mean, they fell to that 1-0 defeat to Finland. Yeah, that's the big question today. And that was also passed on to the manager because Belgians are looking really fierce and strong. And, and I must say, um, 
to come on Thursday and and meet Belgium uh, at, at this time, it, it's it's a bad time for the team. I think that's going to be a difficult one. Mm. But I think they say that there are chances against Russia, and depending on you know the goal score, there is still a chance of advancing from the group stages uh, by being the best third. I think there's there's a few best thirds that go on uh, to fill up the gaps. But for now, I think the focus is on one game at a time. It, you know, beforehand, it was definitely that we should advance from the group. Um, if not as group winner, as number two, because Finland was, you know, called out to be the weakest team. Mm. And, um, and, um, and, and congrats to them for, for winning last night. I, I think they, they played their chance and they got it. Um, but, <clears throat> but I think it's, it's going to be a tough one for us. But I think at the end of the day, no matter what happens, you know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a relief that, there will always be another game to play. And at this stage, you know, it's important that Christian is still with us. Um, yeah, I know. Nikolai, thank you so, so much for your time. And, I mean, we really, really wish uh, Christian does make a full recovery and makes it back onto the field of play where many, many people love to see him. And um, we know that as a footballer, that's something that he really loves. It's to play football. Yeah. It's his life. Thanks so much for you guys. You know, it's, it's, it's so, it's so heartwarming to hear all, you know, and see all the things that come from all over the world, you know, uh, wishing, wishing our, our top player the, the best, you know. Thanks so much, guys, and enjoy the tournament. No, we'll do, definitely. That is uh, Nikolai Pedersen right here on Radio 2000 talking about uh, Christian Eriksen there and the fact that he has actually made, you know, he's awake, he's aware, and his main concern is how the team is feeling following his collapse in that match against Finland and many, many people got really, really concerned. But it is great to hear that he is uh, getting good medical treatment and he is awake and he is aware. You are listening to Radio 2000. It is a touchline with myself, Lelo Mzata. The Touchline, weekends 3 to 6 p.m. on Radio 2000.